Hi everyone and welcome to Gateway City Church. Thank you so much for joining us online today. For those of you that I have not met yet, my name is Suzanne and I along with my husband, we have the privilege of pastoring this great church. Today, I wanna to say a happy Mother's Day to all of the wonderful moms out there. I hope that you feel honored and loved today by those around you. And from one mom to another, I wanna say thank you for everything you do for your family, for loving and leading your family so well each and every day. Well, today I figured we could look at a mom in the Bible. Most of you know who she is, but as I studied this woman this week, I realized that I'm a lot like she is. I think that we can all gain a lot of wisdom from her. I want to look at Jesus's mother, Mary, today. I want us to imagine that Mary has come over to our house. She's sitting at our dining room table and she's drinking some coffee. And if Mary is anything like me, she's got a little bit of coffee with her cream. She's sharing her life stories and she's just telling us how it was growing up and being with Jesus. When we first see Mary in the Bible, she is a young, frightened teenage girl. Most scholars believe that she was between the age of 14 and 16 years old when the angel first appeared to her unexpectedly telling her that she was going to become pregnant with the Savior of the world. It probably came with a lot of fear uh, of this news that she was going to be carrying God's Son. If she was with us today, she probably would tell us, if you're ever in a place that doesn't make sense, or if God has ever asked you to do something that's out of your comfort zone, or if you've ever prayed and God took your life direction in a completely different turn, she would want you to know that don't miss your moment with God. When God asks you to do something outside of your comfort zone and it's bigger than what you think, she would say God's ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. Therefore, it's not always going to make sense. I think she would want to coach us today and say, hey, he may want you to do it this way and, and you may want to do it that way, but you need to trust him. Don't miss your God moment. He is a moment's God. Our God is a speaking God, and He wants to speak to us if we will just listen to Him. Something you need to know about God moments is that God moments often seem impossible. God might come to you and give you some news, or He may ask you to do something, and you're going to say, I don't think so, or how can that be possible? We see Mary's response to her God moment in Luke chapter 1. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. We see that Mary asked the question, how will this be? She's not necessarily questioning the angel, but rather she's letting go of her fears and she's getting to a place where she's going to trust God even though she doesn't understand him. This is a message about trust. I can't really go any further without saying a special happy Mother's Day to three special women in my life. Happy Mother's Day to my mom, my stepmom, and my mother-in-law, 
all three of them have shaped me into the mom that I am today. You know, growing up, I didn't want to do anything or be anything other than a mom. And a couple years after Will and I were married, we started talking about growing our family. And soon after that, we realized that there were some problems. I went to my doctor and she confirmed that there were some issues and she sent me to an infertility specialist. And like so many of you, um, I experienced the pain and the heartache of infertility. We started going through test after test and she prescribed different medications for me to try. We went through different procedures and nothing seemed to be working. And people would come up and say, hey, when are you and Will gonna have a baby? And it was the one thing that I wanted so bad, but I couldn't have in that moment. And I found out that friends were expecting and family members were expecting only for me to continue to have failed pregnancy tests month after month. It was a very discouraging season and I didn't think that it was possible that I would ever be able to have a child. One month, we had kind of pressed pause on taking medications and doing any kind of procedures, and I found out that I was expecting a baby. And I just want to say that our God is the God of the impossible. In Mark 10, 27, it says, Jesus looked at them and said, With man, this is impossible, but not with God. All things are possible with God. Mary would say, it's going to look impossible what God has asked you to do, but with God, all things are possible. When God moments come, just say yes. Mary says, I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. She says, I don't understand your word right now, but I trust your word. And over the next few months, we know that Mary started to show physically that she was expecting a baby. She was pregnant out of wedlock, and her family was probably questioning her and saying, Mary, really? You and Joseph, you couldn't wait until your wedding day? And you know Joseph knew it wasn't his child, and he was probably looking at her like, seriously, Mary? I mean, come on now. You know people in the town were probably looking at her and talking about her behind her back. She probably felt confused and angry and maybe worried at how this was all going to work out. But this teenage girl said, I don't understand, but I trust you. And when God speaks, we need to know that he is going to do what he says he's going to, to, to do. We just need to say yes to him. Your God moment will open up the door for God's best in your life. When he seems to be moving in a way that's different than what you would like him to, he is still right. What he wants to do in your life is the better plan. I'm constantly learning this in my own personal life that his ways are better than our ways. I believe that one day, either here on earth or in heaven, we are going to realize that God's plan was the best plan for our life. Mary probably didn't believe that this was the best plan for her life. I think like many of us, she got discouraged. So what did she do when she was discouraged? She left town. Mary left Nazareth and she went and visited her cousin Elizabeth, who was also expecting a baby. And while Mary was discouraged, Elizabeth in a loud voice said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child that you will bear. Why would Elizabeth have gone out to tell Mary that she was blessed? 
I believe it's because Mary didn't feel very blessed in the moment. Elizabeth goes on and she says, Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. And this is a word for some of you today. Mom, wife, blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. This is a word for some of you today, and you may need to just write that scripture and post it somewhere where you can see it every single day. Well, we fast forward this story 30 years now, and Mary has been with Jesus for a long time. He's been born. The shepherds have come and gone. He's an adult now, and he's about to start his earthly ministry, and her attitude is completely different. She's no longer questioning things or wondering how things are going to work out. Um, she's not getting her encouragement from Elizabeth anymore. She has built up her own encouragement now. And in John chapter 2, we see Jesus and Mary together at a wedding in Cana, and the wedding party has run out of wine. She looks at Jesus and she says, you need to do something. And then she looks at the wedding party or the servants there and she says, do whatever he says to do. How did she know that he was capable of this miracle? I think it's because she's seen him all throughout his life. She knew who he was now. She was confident. You know, there were probably little times growing up that uh, Mary was in the kitchen and she said, Hey, Jesus, I've run out of flour. Can you run down to the store and get it? And he says, Hey, Mom, can you look back in the cabinet? I think there's some there. I don't know. It doesn't say that kind of stuff in the Bible, but... He did stuff to make her know that he was capable of those miracles. She was confident now. Here's the point. You may be in a place right now where you are confused. You're sad. You're questioning where God is and in his plan. But he is working in your life in ways that you don't even realize. And before Mary leaves us today, I think that she would give us just a few more words of encouragement if you're like me and you like to take notes, you may want to jot these next four points down. I think Mary would tell us to stay connected to God. In this season where things have slowed down so much for many of us, God is giving us the gift of time. We're always in search of hurry and we say we don't have enough time and he's given us the gift of time. In Luke chapter 2, we see the birth of Jesus, and it says, The shepherds hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds were in a hurry. They were in a hurry to see Jesus. They were in a hurry to tell people about Jesus, but not Mary. It says she pondered all these things in her heart. And some of us need to be more like Mary in the season, and we need to spend more time with God. We need to turn off the TV and especially the news, and we need to turn on some worship music, get out our Bibles again and open it up and spend time with the Lord. John 15, 5, in the message version, it says, When you're joined with me and I with you, then relation, intimate and organic, the harvest is sure to be abundant. Separated, you can't produce a thing. Some of us have gotten disconnected with God, and it's time to reconnect with Him. Mary would say to stay connected to God. 
I think she would also tell us to stay connected to your purpose. What I think kept Mary going was she was literally carrying around the Son of God. But I believe that there were days that she didn't feel very encouraged with the purpose of her life. God had to send some encouragement along the way. And one time he sent an encouragement through a man named Simeon when Mary and Joseph were taking Jesus to the temple to be dedicated to the Lord. It says in Luke chapter 2, Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed. Why does Simeon tell Mary that her child was destined? Didn't she already know that he was destined? I think she probably may have forgotten a time or two like we have. We've gotten dis Sometimes we get discouraged in our purpose, and I think Mary probably had gotten discouraged in her purpose. You know, we all have a purpose in life. And so that on the difficult days when we know the purpose that God has created us for, we can still be confident that God has called us to it. We all have a spiritual purpose and, and you are called by God to make a difference in this world. 2 Timothy 1.6 says, This is why I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid my hands on you. I think Mary's just trying to fan in the flames today and remind us, hey, stay connected to your purpose. I think she would say, stay connected to the people who encourage you. She stayed with her cousin Elizabeth for three months. She said, I'm not going back to Nazareth right now. I'm staying with the woman who is calling me blessed. Some of you need to keep coming back each Sunday and logging in so that you can hear an encouraging word that you are loved, that you're going to make it, that you have a plan and a purpose for your life. Some of you need to join a small group. We have small groups that meet all throughout the week in our church. Right now we're meeting virtually, so it's an easy time to jump on. Send us a message and we'll get you connected to a small group. But some of you need to be in a group that you will be encouraged in throughout the week. In Hebrews 10, it says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as we see the day approaching. Stay connected to the people who are encouraging you. And lastly, I think that Mary would tell us to stay connected to the bigger picture. You know, at the end of Jesus' life, we see him hanging on a cross, being crucified. And, and normally we hear preachers preach from Jesus' perspective. But have you ever thought about Mary's perspective when Jesus is hanging on the cross, dying? In John chapter 19, and it says, Jesus' mother, his aunt, and Mary Magdalene stood at the foot of the cross. Jesus saw his mother and the disciple that he loved standing near her. He said to his mother, Woman, here is your son. Then to the disciple, here is your mother. From that moment on, the disciple accepted her as his own mother. First of all, we see Mary is with a group of people on her darkest day. We see that she is surrounded by people who love her. We also see that Jesus still has the ability in this moment to take care of his mom. He looks at her and he says, hey, I can't be your son anymore because I have to go and fulfill my purpose, the reason why I was sent here. I've got to go take the sins of the world away. Then he looks at the disciple and he says, hey, this is your mom now. And then he looks at 
the mom and her, his mom and says, hey, this is your son. Have you ever thought about how Mary felt when she walked away from that scene? Her son is gone. Some of you understand that kind of pain. Some of you, like Mary, have lost a child or you have lost a loved one and you understand that grief. How do you keep going on? How do you face those dark days? I think that Mary knew. She knew that she was connected to the bigger picture. She knew how to get through those dark days because she had the hope of heaven. For those of you that are in a hard place right now and you're wondering if you're going to make it, yes, you are. You're going to make it because there's a bigger picture. This life is short. It's, it's just a vapor. And we're going to be in heaven before long with Jesus and all of our loved ones for all of eternity. Stay connected to the bigger picture. So guys, let's not miss out on our God moments in our lives. Let's stay connected to God by spending time each day in His Word and in prayer. Let's stay connected to our purpose, even in the difficult days. Let's stay connected to the people who are going to encourage us and love us along this journey. And let's finally stay connected to the bigger picture because this place is not our final destination Heaven is our home. I believe that if we will do these things, that our lives can make a difference here on earth like God intended for it to.